Good day, and welcome to another edition of the Journey Life with Dr. Joe. Well, here we know that journey living is holistic living, which is living of the mind, the body, and the spirit. Here we are again on another day, and I hope all of you who are listening and tuning into this podcast, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're blessed. And I don't know about you, but I'm just excited about just being and seeing another day here. I tell you every day that God gives us is a day that we should all be uh, thankful for and to him for that. So hope you guys are well. I want to start this particular podcast as we do each of them by giving a big shout out to those who make this possible. This isn't just a plug and play type of thing, but a lot of work, energy and effort goes into bringing you the content that we have provided for you. And I think that if you go back and if you listen to other um, podcasts, you'll see that we're holding ourselves true to the vision of this. And that's providing content that enhances and edifies the mind, the body and the spirit, providing a platform for your questions to be answered, for you to get the the answers that you need uh, to live a better life physically, spiritually, and emotionally. I want to give a big shout out to our team members, the production team, the newsletter team, as well as our screening team. Big shout out to them, to the journey administrator, to all of the leaders, the super leaders, to the participants, present, past, who are all a part of this family. A big shout out to you guys and, um, want you to know that without you all, there would be no journey and Lord knows no journey life podcast. So let's get started. Um, Today's particular podcast is a continuum, is a continuation of what we did in the previous one. The previous podcast or the most recent was one that deals with basically um, emotional baggage and soul ties part two. Uh, soul ties part two we had a soul ties part one this is a soul ties part two a continuation of that you guys really did like that got a lot of good positive feedback a lot of listens one of the most popular shows that we've had so seems that there are a few unanswered questions a few stones that need to be unturned so let's just kind of jump right in let me read the answer to the question where this starts good morning good evening dr joe i just listened to your podcast on soul ties i found it very enlightening you mentioned that soul ties can uh, can come through an act of intimacy and not necessarily that of a sexual nature specifically focusing on those my question for you is this are those soul ties considered ungodly should one be concerned about breaking it As always, I enjoy and appreciate your informative post. Look forward to hearing or reading your response. Be well. Great question. And I'm going to answer your question by basically broadening the horizons of our conversation about soul ties. Um, Specifically, you asked the question, um, My question to you is this. Are those soul ties considered ungodly? Basically meaning that uh, ones that are created through 
that of sexual nature. And I'm going to say no. And the reason why I'm not saying this, it, it, I'm, I'm going to say it depends. It depends on the nature of the relationship as well as it depends on the nature of how the souls were meant to interact. So to the person who asked that question, you have to listen to the entire podcast and hopefully the summary and all of the points that I'm going to give and the things I'm going to talk about will answer your question because it's a very, very good question. Now, let me start off first things first and let you guys know who are listening. I'm not going to assume that every person who's listening knows me and what I do. But my very first calling and the most important calling that I have upon my life is to preach, teach and explain the holy, immortal, inerrant word of God of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. God has put me in a position to be a pastor, and I look upon it as one of the best occupations a person can have. And I take it very seriously. I love the people that God has given me the the challenge and the calling to pastor and to look over their lives. I do all that I can to provide the best message lessons and ministry to them the best way that I can. And I want to say that because whenever I'm giving answer and insight and my worldview is always rooted in the word of God, if I cannot substantiate and support what I tell you, whether it's on the journey, whether it's on my post, whether it's on Sunday mornings, if I can't substantiate what I'm saying by the word of God, that I don't need to say it. So understand that everything that I say has biblical roots. Okay, let me first of all say that to you. Saying that, let me let you understand where the concept of soul ties comes from. The concept or the verbiage or the word soul tie, or that compound, uh, or those two words, or that phrase comes from a passage of scripture in 1 Samuel 18 verses 1 through 4. All right. I'm going to read it. I'm going to give you a bit of insight. Let me give you a bit, bit of insight before we get into this, because this is very, very important. I want to be certain that we are um, are moving appropriately and not out of order. And to me, anything is out of order. If I can sit here, and give you my opinions on something that has no uh, no roots in the word of God. One of the greatest men in the Old Testament was a man by the name of David. He was one of the greatest men who ever lived because the Bible talks about him being a man after God's own heart. David had a unique relationship with God. He loved God. He honored God. And despite he made mistakes, the favor of God was still upon him. He was he was special for that reason. But he was also special because in the lineage of Jesus Christ was the bloodline of David. So the very blood of Christ from the physical body comes from the very lineage of David. The Abrahamic type of line. You can read that in the first chapter of Matthew, the very first verse. It gives a um, litany and it gives the the lineage. And basically, this particular song is about a person who crosses the line romantically with a person they were never intended to cross the line with. See, what happens is 
when we get around other people, we are around different energies, different levels of spirituality. And when you're not spiritually mature enough and you're around a person that there's a spiritual draw to that person. Sometimes immaturity will cause you to interpret that attraction as a physical attraction. When it's not that, but rather it's a spiritual attraction. So what, what music is saying is. I had a friend in my life who was a female. And the purpose of our relationship was to be friends. But I crossed the line and now that I've crossed the line, I'm messed up. Now, what happens is when you develop and this is rich, a soul tie romantically with the person that God intended you to have a soul tie spiritually. It corrupts the purpose of the bond. The bond becomes perverted. What what does that mean? The context perverted. It's perverted because in that bond. uh, Something that is perverted is something that doesn't do what it was made to do. So when you cross the line with the person and you you interpret spiritual attraction to romantic attraction, you mess everything up. The causation or the reason why God allowed your paths to cross can never come to full fruition. And don't think when God has a plan for us that we can't mess it up. And if you want a person to substantiate that, ask Moses. God called him to lead the people. The the plan was to lead the Israelites into the promised land. But through his own choices, through his own actions, he made a choice and a decision to disobey God. And I won't get into all of that as into why. So God let him see the promised land on Mount Nebo, but he couldn't enter enter it. And Joshua was the individual who had to take them into the promised land. So I want you to know and I want you to kind of understand that. This happens sometimes. Now, I'm giving you a, a bit of insight about myself. I was preaching one time in New York City. I was preaching at this church. And this girl came up to me, a, a woman came up to me, it was years ago, after the service had ended, and she just looked completely smitten. I mean, y'all, she was looking at me, you know, big eyes, y'all know how it is. And I'm going to be 100% real with you. I'm going to be 100% transparent with you. Because I believe that truth is the foundation of all things. The woman was a knockout. I'm just going to be, I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. She was a knockout. Gorgeous. Attractive. Any man would look at this woman and say, oh yeah. (laughs) Now I thank God for grace and mercy. And the reason why I thank God for grace and mercy is because I knew that the attraction that she saw in me was a spiritual one. I knew it because the Lord told me. <laughs> the Lord told me. Now, 
the reason why I was able to understand it is because I'm not saying that I was the most or, or that I am the most spiritually advanced person. But to be able to recognize you about to get into trouble is better than realizing it once you get in it. And what I'm trying to get you to understand is I was aware that what was drawing her to me was my spirit that was interpreted within her mind as something physical. And I knew it wasn't. I hope I hope I'm hope I'm making I'm making sense now. Let me tell you this. I'm kind of just stream of consciousness right now. I'm just going with the flow. Allow me to show you how this works and how why you're attracted to some people. And why other folk you can't stand and you really don't know why. Like energy. Attracts like energy. God told us in his word, test the spirit by the spirit. You see. Opposites. Like energies will attract one another. Opposite energies will repel one another. The energy you give off is the energy that people are going to receive from you. This is special. This is important. When you get around a person and you don't vibe them. The reason why you're not vibing them is because not vibing a person is basically the flow of energy from you to them, from them to you, is interfered by something. When you don't vibe a person, it's like wanting to hear 103.3, but you're, you're on 103.1. You can kind of hear it, but it's, it's fuzzy. And the more disconnection it is, the farther you are away from that channel. And when you really oppose and want somebody else, it's like you on 102.5. Hello. And they on 103.3. It's different songs. It's different everything. Now, when you get around individuals. And you feel comfortable about and around those individuals. You got to ask yourself. Do I need to be vibing folk like this? And then when you get around individuals who you conflict with them, you need to ask yourself, is this a bad thing? And I'm going to tell you the reason why. One day I was getting ready to preach. And I went to Lenox. Lenox Mall is one of, if not the most profitable of all malls in the country, believe it or not. And I hate going to the mall. I never like get buying my own clothes. I don't like doing I don't like being out, especially on a Saturday, because a Saturday to a preacher, a real preacher is sacred because you getting ready to bring forth the bread of life on the next day. And it takes effort and energy and preparation. And I went up in, in Linux, y'all, and I saw all these transgender folk. I'm glad I'm independent. I, I'm I'm not a politician. I can say whatever I want to say. All these gay, but it was just it was just the I just left. The spirit was terrible. All the women were just 
looking like street walkers. I'm like, what kind of energy is up in this place? I got sick to my stomach. Listening, like just being around, just just being in the midst of that. When you can go into a place and what surrounds that environment are people and activities that are not in alignment with the word of God and God's will for your life. If you can be in that and be comfortable, it means you are of that. If you can be around folks smoking weed and talking and gossiping and it don't bother you and you say, well, I ain't judging nobody. The reason why it doesn't bother you is because your soul and your spiritual energies are existing on that same frequency. And that's problematic. See, not only do I need to be away from do we need to be away from activity like that? I need to be around folk who got the same outlook on this that I do. The same things that rub you the wrong way need to rub me the wrong way in a positive way. If you and I are going to be friends, if you and I are going to be a part of the same uh, group, per se. So it's important to understand this. All right, gang, I, you know, I, I said a lot and you guys may have a lot of questions. You may want to ask me those. So I'm kind of put a pin there. If you have a question that you want me to answer, email us our screening team at askdrjoe@formyjourney.com. That's askdrjoe@formyjourney.com. Final question. We had one submission this week. Hope you're having a great day, Dr. Joe. Today I am still struggling. With eating the journey way, I can't understand why I'm being so rebellious against the process. I work a third shift. I work from 1130 to 7. I try to eat properly, but I've convinced myself that one more meal of the not approved journey won't hurt. Yesterday evening, I cooked and prepared all meals after crying my heart out, listening to the morning inspirational video by Pastor Joe. It's all on me, end quote. I do want this change for myself. I need this change. Last night, I got ready to work, bagged my lunch, ready to go out the door. Then I placed the bag back in the refrigerator. I convinced myself that I'm not hungry. I'll stop and grab things from Wendy's and I will take the prepared food tonight. Before this process, I stopped eating out, drinking sodas and junk food, cold turkey. Why am I falling back into those bad habits? I need some serious prayer. I thought I would come into the journey and jump right on board and do great. I know it's not over, but I feel so much like a failure. I came into the journey with high expectations. I'm trying to jump on board quickly and get all that the journey process has to offer. Right now, the vision is foggy. Um, to the person who submitted this, thank you for submitting your question. And I'm going to be very truthful and honest with you. The only way I know to be is straight. The first thing is I can pray with you and for you until you're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, the change that you're looking to see is not going to fall out of the heavens, but it's going to start with you making the right decisions and doing what you need to do to fix it. What you are expressing to me is something called guilt. And guilt is very synonymous to pain. Pain is a good thing because pain is what keeps you alive. 
It's what lets you know that you're not at the right place. It's what lets you know you need to move. You need to make an adjustment. When I get my hand close to the stove and I feel that pain, that pain is the indication to my brain telling me, move your finger because we need our hand. The guilt that's on the inside of you manifests itself from the Holy Spirit. The first thing that you need to do is own it. Own that you've made mistakes. Own that you have been taught the right way, but you're not doing it. Own the fact that you have made conscious decisions to not follow the rules. Own it. That's the first thing you got to do. Don't kick rocks. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't walk around here thinking that somebody is out to get you or that things or you got a bad luck. Own it. The second thing that you got to do is do it. When you eat in the way that we've trained you to eat, that we've taught you to eat, when you do the things that has been asked of you, you will get the results that you need. And to whoever you are, when you listen to this particular podcast, you email me. Whoever your leader is, you get them to get in contact with me because there's something I want you to see. There's a lesson that I did with a group that I think that if you listen to this particular lesson, that it will help you. If you have the initiative to want to hear it and you contact me, I will be a man of my word and be certain that you get a link to that particular video. Well, to all of you, you be well, you be blessed. I hope you've enjoyed this particular podcast. I know I've enjoyed it. The truth, the knowledge and the light. Well, I hope you have a great day, gang. And we'll be certain to see you on next week. Peace, love, and blessings. <laughs>